It's showtime. Stop eating my sesame cake. That's it, man. Game over, man. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the most must-listen-to podcast in the entire galaxy, the Gorilla Brain Podcast. And today, we are going to be talking about Satanic Panic. I'm the pizza guy. A girl? Are you by any chance a virgin? Very personal question. She's a virgin. All right, and Sean, still here, still in my home. Yep. Surviving the corona. Sadly, two months, still alive. I haven't been able to kill him yet, even though I got the life insurance policy out on his ass. Uh, I'm hoping to actually pay off this new audio setup with his <laughs> death money, but... Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, here we are. Uh, we are back uh, after a little hiatus that we took uh, to get ourselves together, uh, upgrading everything. And, um, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Satanic Panic. Like, that's a little out of the blue. Normally, you know, we would pick, uh, you know, it was the end of the month. It would have been a, uh, a movie on mute, you know, where we do the commentary, paying homage to the great Mystery Science Theater 3000. But here we are talking about fucking Satanic Panic, a film that no one has ever heard of. No, I don't even remember it. And it was on my hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what have you been up to the last week? Uh, lots of Asian cinema, like all of it. Like, I mean, like legal or legal? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right stuff had a clearance sale, so all these DVDs were a dollar. That DVD. Yeah, DVD. Isn't that be- isn't that beneath you? Not for a dollar. Okay. So, <laughs> so I bought. Uh, I was actually going there to buy two movies I actually wanted, which was Corpse uh, Prison 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Those were on sale. So they were like 4 bucks each, and then I saw all these horrible, like, B-grade films, or C-grade, maybe, on uh, right stuff. It was uh, A lot of them are from a company called Switchblade Pictures. Mm-hmm. They're all subtitled pretty much. So, uh, yeah, if you got 2 bucks to kill, I just clicked on the covers. Well, I didn't read any of them. I just... Added the cart for two bucks. There was a dollar. I think they went up to two, but I didn't. I just picked anything that looked cool and added it. You, you've been fooled by covers the entire your entire movie going life. You've been fooled by posters, uh, box art. You know, you go to Blockbuster and you see something with a badass cover, and you're like, eh, "This could be good shit." And then it turns out to be shit. <laughs> well, that's where it works with the Asian cinema. Most of them just have cute Japanese girls on it. Mm. So even if the movie sucks, you're getting your eye candy, so you're getting your dollar's worth. <laughs> if that's the kind of thing that you're into, then by all means, man, for a buck a piece, what's the shipping on that? Uh, it was, uh, I got, uh, the first order was, I think, 15 of them or something like that, and uh, it only came up to like five bucks for shipping for the whole package. Came in a big box? Yeah. Mm. Why didn't you do an unboxing? Uh, the world wasn't ready. Because mm. uh, they didn't want to know that you got Yo-Yo Super Sexy Cop Girl? I did not buy that one. That was on Tubi. Okay. Yeah, yeah Tubi always providing the uh, the uh, the best in movies. On the plus side, uh, if you're into something wild, look up Cruel Restaurant and Zombie Hunter Rika. Those were the best of the ones I bought, and uh, <laughs> they are something. Didn't you get a? Didn't you get one called Sushi Girl with Mark Hamill? That was at the dollar store. 
So if you got a Dollar Tree mm-hmm. and you like Don- uh, Tony Todd and you like Mark Hamill and a sort of ripoff of Reservoir Dogs, treat yourself. One dollar will get you Sushi Girl at a dollar store. Sorry, I'm a little confused. Mark Hamill, Tony Todd. Same movie. In a movie called Sushi Girl. Yeah, uh, pretty much. About a, it's a, a mobster guy. Uh, one of them gets out of prison. Not Mark Hamill or Tony Todd. They bring him to this big Is meeting. Is Tony Todd the mobster? Yeah, he's the he's the leader. They're all bad guys, but he's like the, the, the leader. Is it because he's black? Because he's Candyman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, you know, uh, Mark Hamill, who was in love, he was looking for Candyman, bitch. And, um, so, wait, he was looking for love in a sushi shop? You'd think that, but... Sounds he, like love to me. For some reason, Tony Todd's character decides to invite all the other people that were involved in the crime to welcome this guy back who's in jail for five years. So he mm-hmm. brings him back, and he has the idea to do this the Yakuza thing. They get the girl, they lay her out, and they put the sushi on her. You Got just it. use her as a table. The weirdest thing about this is she's not Asian. I don't know why they didn't cast that role as an Asian, because... <laughs> so you have a movie called Sushi Girl, and you don't even have an Asian girl? Yeah, that, it, that's the thing that's weird. They're in a Japanese restaurant. The, the cook is uh, Sony Chiba from uh-huh. uh, the Street Fighter, the old karate guy from you know the 70s. So they, this whole setup, the whole Asian motif, but the Sushi Girl's just a white girl. I don't understand that casting and her character. You you know you pretty much figure out where she's going to go through the movie. You know what's going to happen. She's so bland and mad. I'm just kind of like you, you could have gotten any Asian actress and it would have fit better and made more sense. But for a buck, it was actually not bad. Was... I'm so confused, but that just that just brings my interest to a peak. For a dollar, you could Dollar Tree, man. I'll just watch yours uh, eventually. Um, it's, it's getting shipped back to Baltimore Monday, so no. So if you want, if you want to watch, you got to treat yourself. So yeah, Sushi Girl. That sounds like a party, and I, I think I'm just gonna have to let that one go. Uh, it's it's you know what? It's probably on Tubi or something. Everything is on Tubi. Uh, yeah, that that's where you can also find uh, Yo Yo, Yo 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 Sexy Girl Cop. Which was softcore porn. Yes, it was. It is, in fact, not a sequel to Yo-Yo Girl Cop at all. <laughs> not even close. It, it is, was something. Uh, Yo-Yo Girl Cop is a C-level uh, Japanese action flick about a, a young schoolgirl who's a cop. She fights people with Yo-Yo. And there's actually decent action scenes. When I saw the picture of this, I didn't look at it too closely. It looked about the same. Thought it was a sequel. There is no action, as in fighting, scenes in this uh, particular She used the yo-yo. Yeah, but it was animated. It was so weird. Yeah, it was like 1990s animated kind of shit. Yeah, she would, you'd see her flick her wrist, and then it would do this like old, (laughs) old animation thing, and that would be the, her attacking with yo-yo, and then Mm. it was basically just softcore porn. Ugh. Yeah. There was almost no fighting. It was all just, just, just the porn. But it's on Tubi if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, it was like it was like Japanese Skinamax, essentially, is what it was. You I know that late night Cinemax had more story though. No, mm. no. no. You, you ever go back and watch some of them? Well, I don't go back and watch them, but no, they they invented Pornhub. No, you don't have to go back and watch them anymore. You know, good old Pornhub, still free during the pandemic, by the way, everyone. Uh, premium is in fact free. Still waiting on that Pornhub sponsorship. So, bam, me, uh, I don't know. I've been doing a lot of Call of Duty. That's pretty much it. I live, breathe it. If I close my eyes, I see you fucking aiming down sights. It, oh. It's bad. Oh, and I did, uh, I beat Resident Evil 3 for Yay! anybody looking to, uh, for that. Uh, 
wait. <laughs> it's not wait. worth sixty bucks. No. I'm not that great at the game, and I beat it in five hours and forty-five minutes. So it's going to be a terrible game for speedrunners, essentially. I, I think somebody, I think somebody already beaten it for like two hours, maybe. If you skip the cutscenes, I'm pretty sure that you can knock it out in less than two. Probably about an hour if you have the uh, if you can skip cutscenes and you get an unlimited gun, mm-hmm. you're just gonna blow right through it. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's such a letdown because two was so good. But two, two was definitely because two was the A squad. This one they let their B team do it. Ooh, that hurts. It, it's they did it. it you can look it up. They and really the did. shitty thing is, is that Capcom was on such a roll lately. You know, just kicking uh, out good shit after good shit. And now you know, here we are. The sucky thing is, had this game been like forty bucks, mm. I wouldn't have minded. I'd have been perfectly fine with it for forty bucks. It is a really solid game. Oh, for sixty, it's just—I mean, it's okay. Like it's an okay game. It's fun enough. It's—it's it's not nearly as well done or as mm. good as two. And they throw in that crappy multiplayer mode. That's okay. They had a plan for that, but I don't know what that plan is. I don't know. It's like a future update they're going to do. Uh, or I mean, maybe it's better elsewhere on the old phone hotspot that I'm forced to use at uh, the boonies here. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It crashes for me. I, I can't even play it without mm. without without a solid internet. It just doesn't work. Well, you know, uh, and I, and I apologize that uh, you know I live in the middle of God's fucking nowhere where there is no FiOS or anything well, like just, that. This kind of makes it worse, though, because anybody else that lives in a place like this, like mm-hmm. a, a good amount of people do, you can't really play the multiplayer. If you don't have a solid internet connection, it just doesn't work. Oh, it just I know. Cra- it crashes like it's bad. Plus, yeah. it's not so great anyway. Fucking Call of Duty drops updates, like, every couple of weeks, and it's like, 10 gigs, 18 gigs, like, you know, just nailing me with these updates. And I'm like, man, if, if I didn't have, you know, a decent signal, I'd be pretty fucked, and I wouldn't be able to play this game. Oh, it's bad enough that the Call of Duty update in this goddamn place took a day and a half for me to download. That was a bucket of fun. Well, you got that shitty hotspot from my brother-in-law, so you fucked up. I told you to use I, your own shit, but I you, used you don't my data listen. for the last like the last gig. I'm not I'm not using all of my months worth of data for the freaking COD update. Why you play COD enough? Uh, what if I need that data? What if I want to download a game? Well. You know, my, my codding is going to slow down a little bit because now the battle pass is complete. I'm fully leveled up, and the only thing I'm going after is gold guns. I do enjoy Warzone. I'm not going to lie, I do love Warzone, but I don't like playing with teams because I'm not a team player. Yeah, I do a podcast where it's two of us, but I'm a solo guy. Well, have you ever been to COD? Nobody's a really team player. When we play COD together, we're not really working as a team. Oh, yeah. We do a Warzone a little Watch bit. Watch the wall! No, we ain't watching the wall. When Warzone, we communicate a yeah. little bit, but when we're playing mul- just regular multiplayer, mm-hmm. it's not like we're team. Just like just run around, shoot motherfuckers. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Yeah, uh, that, that's Call of Duty in a nutshell, though. It's always been that way. It'll always be that way. It's always it's that way so much so that when we actually do play against a team that's playing the game right, we're just cheating bastards at traveling yeah. in a pack. So essentially, with- we've been doing a lot of gaming. We've been watching a lot of shit. Well, we went through the police academies for the most part. We've made yeah, it uh, we're the up part- to four. No, we're up to five. We watched Citizens well, you, well, on Patrol. Like said, we've watched up to four. We're on five. Yeah, we're on five, and then we have to go to... Uh, what the fuck is that one? Six? My, uh, we got five, which is Miami, and then six is City Under Siege. Right, and this is when Steve Gutenberg stopped uh, doing them, right? I think he's in five. Maybe? I don't think he's in Miami. 
I'm not. I don't remember. I, I haven't seen them in so long, but it's they, it's so good going back. Like you watch one, two, three, and four, and you're just like, ah, this is so good. You could just sit there and marathon them because we watched like three in one night. Yeah, it's the really funny thing is I, I didn't remember their ratings because mm-hmm. they're all about this. They all feel kind of the same. Oh yeah, the me. first one's like you know Adam's one is house. R. Yeah, one is R, and then two's PG thirteen, and mm-hmm. three, four, five, all the other them are PG. And then they just kind of went kid friendly. Like it, they actually don't feel too bad though. Like the rating works for it. It feels just as good as the as the other ones, other than yeah, a little bit of the more R rated humor. But right, I think what else, what uh, why the rating kind of dropped on that too was that Police Academy. Do you remember it used to have a animated TV show? Did really? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. yeah that's right. And they were trying to you know appeal to the kids a little bit. You know, bringing kids into the theater. Therefore, driving up the revenue. Uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah. even even the first one though. I mean, we just watched it, and did it feel like a hard R anyway? No, not really. No. Besides uh, the blowjob underneath the the podium and the blowjob, and I think there was a uh, some tits. I, I think, yeah. I think. And, but it ain't like they showed any. Like they didn't like no, show the blowjob. I mean, you no. Know, it was implied. This isn't this isn't uh, yo yo <laughs> super cop sexy girl. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we we watched uh, Bloodshot, which was decent. And um, and then we watch Extraction, which is phenomenal. Yes, 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 yes. Love, love the Extraction. I'd like to do an episode actually just on Extraction because the fucking just the camera work alone. Oh, let yeah. let more stuntmen film movies, man, because they know what they're looking for. Who would know better? Exactly. But it's true. But uh, Chris but, Hemsworth nailed it. Russo brothers, you know, they were involved. They did they direct did. it? Uh, no, they yeah. didn't direct it. They wrote it. Did they? I thought they did. I thought one of them directed it. Mm-mm. No, they let the the stunt guy do it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the stunt guy the, directed. He was the but first they, time they director. First but time. He did really good. Their script is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth is good. It's, it's not the deepest fucking story you're ever gonna it's get. Not what you're there for? No, no, no. It's not. You're 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 there for a decent story, if that. And then you, the action alone gives John yeah. Wick. You know, they were going back and forth on Twitter. Did you see that? I yeah. sent that to you. I sent you that screenshot. Yeah. Uh, um, what was it? Um, Extraction said, who would win in a fight, John Wick or um, uh, Tyler Shaw? Is it Shaw? Or Shaw? I Tyler. Do. It's not Tyler. I forget Durden. his last name. Yeah, I think it's Shaw. I think it's I think it's Tyler Shaw. I don't even remember cool Arab girl's last name, the, the sniper one. Because mm. I liked her. She was really good, too. The yeah, actress. Yeah. She, was, she was really good. And I, I don't remember the character's name, but I suck with names. Yeah, but uh, if you got Netflix, I mean, between that and uh, Six Underground and Dolomite's Mind, Netflix movie wise is bringing their game finally. We still have to get around to Code Eight too. That Stephen Amell movie. Oh um, yeah, yeah we, we, we I'm sure there. it's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, like that's what I felt about Bloodshot. I mean, you look at Arrow's, you know, Arrow season from Four Beyond, and you're just like, how could it get any worse? Well, that's not his fault though. That's all CW. He doesn't write the script. You know, he just shows up for work. I don't blame well, He ain't Steven. showing up for work no more. His Man, shit's done. It's because he got the fuck out of there. Smart guy. Grant, yeah. Grant Gustinson. Is that his name? Grant. Yeah, well, that's all he's got. That's true. What, what's he going to do? But, you know, the other Flash is all beating bitches. Yeah, choking. Choking, Cho- choking yeah. bitches, yeah. yeah. But I still I don't blame Stephen Amal for Arrow sucking. He didn't write the script. I'm sure he was like, you know, it'd be cool. What if Arrow was a whiny bitch? Oh, but he was, he was fucking producing. Doesn't He paid for it. That's just more money in his mm. pocket. The what show was a hit. He did, still didn't write the script, but uh, yeah, that that was really good. Though, in my opinion, John Wick would win. I don't know. That was some badass shit he was doing in that movie, man. I I, I don't want to spo- give spoilers, which would give away my reason of why. Uh, it's been out for a week and a half. Fuck right, it, drop a all spoiler. Right, all right, I'm, I'm spoiling it. You Spoil. had your warning. 
John Wick would win because he lives in his movies. He fucking lived. He doesn't live. He's dead. He, he fell dead. Off the bridge and died. And then that was the just, kid had. Like, a, he was hallucinating. He wasn't hallucinating. He was. He died and became the god of thunder. No. No, but that ending was great because you, you saw the the drug lord get his. That's what I, I thought. I thought when he died, they showed the kid. I thought they were going to leave us hanging. I was mm. like, no, they just rolled out, and then it was just like, yeah, but no, fuck <laughs> that guy. He's getting his. She just showed up like, yep, and he had that like. Fuck, he knew it. He didn't even mm-hmm. like. He's like, fuck. That was just. That was good. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked that movie. Uh, I was surprised. I like. I heard it was good, and you know, with Netflix, their movies, I've always been a little iffy. So I went into it going, it's probably fine, and then just like, damn, those action scenes. Even if the whole movie sucked, I would watch it for those action scenes alone. One of them scenes where in extraction where uh, what was it the car scene where the car like whipped around and the camera went through the window yeah. into the back seat i just thought that transition was just fucking great it was that was that was that was like the beginning of the movie that was like just like you know you're in for a good time yeah. shots and so then his well. his hand to hand was just john wick-esque and it was just so beautiful and that's you know it's another one of those things uh, about that that really makes it good is i watch action movies all the time mm-hmm. and if you've seen any of the ones we've been crapping out lately us the america oh yeah they we love that quick edit chopped up terribly edited nonsense because they don't get a decent fight choreographer and it just looks terrible yeah you ever you ever gone back and rewatched resident evil and resident evil apocalypse and all the resident evil is pretty much right yeah it's this like it used to be cool like back in 2000 and something and whatever 2003 and whatever um it looked good like well, the fight scenes were cool and then you go back and watch them because now we do what we do and we have to you know look at it from a cinematic point of view and it's just nothing but quick cuts I still say the the first two are actually still pretty good. Like they have a lot more effort. In I could say that. I could see. But that. when you leave two, and I, I still like five. Whatever one had eight in it, I actually still like. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I rewatched the other ones, you, you they age poorly. Because I, I don't know if it's just because since then I've watched so many better movies, I'm more aware of it. But once you you see it and you get used to this cut, this crappy style, it's in it's in that it's in. Um, the newer Underworld movie uses it. Uh, just a lot. They use it in a lot of things. I can't think of them all, but you'll know when you see it. It's just mm. terrible. Like, if you can't follow the action, you know, uh, they even use it in the new Jason Bourne. It's real shaky. It's shaky yeah, yeah. camera. You can't really see that well. Mm-hmm. And for me, I want stuff like Extraction. Mm. I want to see stuff like uh, even, you know, some of the older movies that do it better. I, I want to see what's going on. Like uh, Avengement. Yep. Which was really, really good. I'm pretty sure I got the name right. Avengement with Scott Atkins. Mm-hmm. I think it was on Netflix. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, that was so damn... That That's what I want to see. When I watch action, I want to see the action. I don't want to see what looks like the leftover crap in an editor's room. <laughs> Here's all the shots we didn't <laughs> use, just lined up. Yeah. These are leftover shots. Just throw them into the fight. I'm sure it'll make I mean, sense somehow. Every action movie you've ever seen with this, have you ever went back? Except, you know, Resident Evil. That's really. a little different because you'll marathon them. But, I mean, most of these other movies, the standalones, you see editing like that, you don't rewatch the movie. No, it's not really. Just, yeah, just forgettable. You know what breaks my heart, though, is that, you know, we talk about Resident Evil and is that Paul Anderson, Paul W.S. Anderson, whatever, he had such an uptake. Like, he did good stuff. He did Mortal Kombat. You know, he did Event Horizon, the godly Event Horizon. Oh, I did yeah. an entire episode, solo episode, on Event Horizon in the archives. You can Great go and listen to it now. Um, but uh, it's so good. It really is. He has talent. But because he has to feed his wife, 
and her ego, Mila Jovovich. He he's got to keep her in work because you know she tried it, dude. Did you see fucking Hellboy? Uh, uh that actually she wasn't was fucking awful. She was awful. I didn't think she was awful. I just felt she was like kind of vanilla. Like I didn't hate her, but mm. she was very forgettable. I felt like anybody could have played that role. <sighs> Which is a shame so because bad. even her, like in Fifth Element, she was great. Mm-hmm. She has the potential to be good. I haven't seen her since what? Maybe the maybe Messenger. I think was the last really good one she was in. Oh, well, early the early Resident Evils, like okay. the first two. Uh, something that I can think of. There might be something I'm missing, but she hasn't really like blown me away in a long time. It's just kind of like make Ultraviolet. That was the last really cool thing uh, she did. Didn't that flop? It may have, but I thought it was cool. Did I Paul Anderson it. do that one too? <laughs> but I I actually like that. I, I thought it was really cool. I like the the style it was really neat. But mm-hmm. uh, her movies, I, it's weird that he's always casting her because you hear like, oh, new video game movie, and who's in it? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> so uh, before we get into Satanic Panic, which uh, I can't wait to get into, um, uh, a couple of things. Just well, actually, just one thing, more or less. Uh, Batman turned eighty one yesterday. Still looks good. Detective Comics twenty seven. 1939. Yep. Yeah, he turned 81 yesterday. I own that book. <laughs> you own a re- if you own that book, we wouldn't be living in the boonies right now, brother. Oh, I'm sorry. I own a book with that in it. My oh, okay. Yeah. Reprints is- out the wazoo. Yeah. I mean, it's in a collection that's worth like 20 bucks. But it spawned, you know, I you know, I got the Batman tattoo, you know? Everything? Everything? Yeah. But I have the Dark Knight Returns tattoo. There's there's a difference. It's still Batman. It is still Batman. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, but there's a difference. Like that's my Batman, old Batman, old grumpy, angry Batman is my Batman. I've been in your house for two months. I, yeah, I get it. Is it because I, re- you know, I relate to him? I've become that old grumpy retired badass. Uh, I mean, you're, you're, you know, you're out all night uh-huh. doing God knows what. Yeah, sleep all day and kind of a grumpy. Fu- well, yeah, I work. I, mean, I work the night shift. Uh, excuses. That's what you say. I don't know. I got I'm no not proof. out fighting I fucking got, I got crime. No proof. All I knew is where you go, there's no internet connection magically and no signal. Huh. That is a little conspicuous. But Plus, I've never seen you and Batman in the same room. You've never seen Batman, period. You don't know that. Unless you're at a Comic-Con, which is canceled. Yeah. All the fucking well, I mean, cons are canceled. Everything's canceled. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a cosplayer at, uh, as of Batman at the Comic-Cons I want to. I don't remember seeing a Batman. Um... I saw a couple of Nightwings, Robins, but I don't recall seeing a Batman. That is a little odd. I guess it's too... You know, a lot of people go for the abstract. Remember um, remember Keith that we used to talk to on yeah. uh, Facebook? He did the 8-bit um, Nintendo Jason. Oh, wow. Yeah, he did the full purple. Oh, wait, with you the, showed me pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, he did that. Like, he always goes for the abstract. You know? uh, he could pretty much pull it off. He does. He's one of them big bodybuilding motherfuckers. Like, you know, and, and you know, kudos to his dedication... Because that motherfucker, when he did his um, Friday the 13th, um, what was it, New Blood? Or was it Takes Manhattan? He Takes Manhattan, he did the cosplay for it. Uh, the motherfucker would go outside the con and have buckets of water dumped on him just so he could keep the wet, drippy look. Oh, my God. He stayed full authentic. And I thought that was really cool. Like, there's just, some people that I'd are really committed to their craft. You know, if I were to ever cosplay, it would be like Stargate or, you know, just put put a fucking jumpsuit on. Give me a P90. <laughs> that would be my cosplay. I'm not going full out doing this shit. I, I only uh, cosplay on Halloween when I decide to be lazy. I go as uh, pre-Boiler Room Freddy. I just wear the shirt so I'm not burned or nothing. 
I'm just a middle-aged white guy. Uh-huh. Get it? I'm wearing the I got the sweater. That's are, it. are you remake uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Which no, just I turned, just killed the children. It just turned just ten years them. old the other day. I still wasted potential. That movie is flawed, yes. Mm-hmm. But that Freddy, I really liked him and would have liked to see him in, in sequels because I like every scene he's in. I, I always uh, what was his name? I I can never remember his fucking it's, name. I Earl, Jackie Earl Haley? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. But it. I always want to say, um, who was the kid from The Sixth Sense? Haley Joe Osmond. Oh, my God. Man. I always want to say that. Like, I, I forget his name. I, it, it takes brain power to process his name. Yeah, you can't like You can't just have short names. You know, Tom Cruise. I didn't, I don't, I have no idea. Harrison Ford. These are easy <laughs> names to remember. But when you go by your full, you know, Van Winkle, you know, Rob Van Winkle kind of shit, I'm not going to remember this some shit. Some people just like three names. Why do they have to have three? Uh, they really like Koreans. I, I watched <laughs> a, I got proof of this. I uh, bought that, that Asian pack. It's literally just called Asian pack. You're just going to keep plugging that Asian pack, aren't you? Well, no, no. Those other movies were just random movies that were Asian. Oh, this okay. is literally called Asian pack. It's called Asian pack. Yeah. And the other one is called Asian pack two. They're really generic. There's a machine gun on the cover. Like, it is the most generic thing. It's a spindle Mm -hmm. when you open the case up. But it turns out that they're from Korea. They're all Korean movies. Mm -hmm. So, which is is fine. They're varied. Some are good. They're iffy. But whatever. Mm. All of the Korean guys, all the actors, it's always three names. It's always like Sun Yun Kim or Sun Sa Sa. Sa Sa Sa. Mm. It's it's always three. I don't know why. It's so hard to to say an Asian name without sounding racist. Well, yeah. But you know what? Look at the cover. That that's basically their names. I I don't know any Korean people, so but yeah, they all it's three though, a lot. It's always something, something, something. There's always three. I don't know it, Like could it, could you imagine saying your full name to everybody? Hello, I am blah 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 blah. Ah, uh, yeah, no, that's too much work. That is you know. I, I don't even have people co- usually I just have them just you. Just mm. a snap. I don't and you give everybody nicknames too. You know, you give your own nieces. You know, just twins, twin. Why do I have to? I don't want to say both their names. If I say twin, one of them will show up. Right, it's a time saver. Right, but so. you always you always giving the nicknames. Uh, I think you gave my wife piece of shit. I think that's what uh, what you call it. It was fat bearded bitch, but oh. she lost weight. So. Oh, I like that one too. That was easy to remember. That, that's right. the Tom Cruise of insults, right there. Right, it used to work. That's how she was in my phone. It wasn't until recently that I forgot that I, you got a new number and it's, it's just her name again. Oh, good lord. Okay, so we're going to get into Satanic Panic, but before we do that, we're going to get into a break and we will be right back. Can you imagine a world immune to all forms of cancer? Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for our fourth annual live stream for the cure. And this year, we need your help more than ever. Please join us May 27th through May 31st for 48 hours of live content from guests and podcasts around the world. We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference. All right, and we're back. And uh, Satanic Panic, man. This one really flew under my radar. It came out in September of 2019. You wouldn't know it. Um, uh, you really can't find a whole lot of information on this movie, man. Like, you can find a release date. Uh, it came out from and uh, distributed by Fangoria of all people. Like, okay. yeah, them are they a... making movies now? 
they produce them. Mm. It was because they produced it. There was another name, but I don't remember it. Mm. And uh, I'm sure it's whoever like actually made the the movie. And the weird thing is about this. So Fangoria produced or, or popped it out or however they they do them. I'm not into the, that scene like that anymore. Like mm-hmm. I watch the movies, but you know I don't follow the behind the scenes. But uh, it actually has some star power. And like Rebecca remains in it, mm-hmm. and apparently a famous YouTuber's in it, or at least famous if you're under eighteen. I the I twins have no idea. Were, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The younger audience is like, "Hey, that's that YouTuber." I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, I, I didn't know who she is, but uh, so it was you know Rebecca Remain at the very least. So there's a little bit of star power in there, and still and uh, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, Jared. So there's two celebrities in there, mm-hmm. of, you know, at least B list. And um, ouch, I, you so, went from you went from playing Mystique, making millions of dollars, to nothing. Okay, other than Mystique, can you name me one movie? Don't say Femme Fatale. Then I got nothing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> so, so, so I mean, but still, there's still you know some B list celebrities enough that there would be some hype for this, and it, you know, being that it is a good movie, I until I didn't even know it was on there, <laughs> I forgot about it. So, you know, it, it's definitely under the radar. And, Very under the radar. Which is obviously <clears throat> why we're you know trying to put it out there so people will. Go watch this But it thing. was a good time, man. Like, you know, I don't know what the budget was for this because, you know, you can't find any fucking information on it. If I had to guess, I, I'd say it was decent. I'd say about it, six mil. Uh, probably. It's got it's got the feel, and this is going to be weird to say, but it's got the feel of a good direct-to-video movie. It doesn't have mm-hmm. that cheap trauma, asylum, nasty <laughs> feel. <laughs> Yeah, no, sorry to the people that like that thing. You're, uh, that you do you. I've but, never uh, met one that was dedicated to just asylum. I've seen trauma fans. Really? Yeah. No, I've, tra- I've, trauma fans are the worst though. They're like the fucking horror purist. Oh, it's just awful. Yeah, but they, oh, I just I can't do the trauma. I, it's so bad. And the the one movie I liked by, from them, Graduation Day, they mm-hmm. bought. They didn't make it, <clears throat> which is why it's so much better than the Toxic Avenger. Yeah, I mean, everybody gets one. Not the sequels. Barely Toxic Avenger. It had a couple of good scenes that were really good. Yeah, it was, it's, I mean, it's fun enough. But the, the sequels... Yeah, ugh. but uh, we're not here to talk about Toxic... Uh, but getting, getting back to this... Which got like, an animated show, by the way. Toxic Crusaders. Ooh. I still remember the theme. I had a couple of the action figures. But, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> getting off topic. Toxic Crusaders. To- oh, Jesus. It's so bad. The entire thing, yeah, the entire thing is on YouTube. Anyway, the place, so uh, Satanic Panic, uh, yeah, it was just a good time. Like it felt it's, like it, it was honestly, fun. It's got it's a it's got a good budget, so it looks good, which is it's nice. It's got a good budget. It's got Rebe- a good pace, and it's got Ruby Monroe in it. For the love of God, that woman is so goddamn fine. I could watch her. Just watch paint dry, butt naked, and I'd just be like, ah, perfect one? 10. Who did she play? Which one was uh, she was Rebecca Romaine's daughter in the film. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pretty. She's the one that knew all the, you know, the, yeah. the rap spells and stuff, the counters and all that shit. But uh, the the one that was uh, like she came out of an episode of Supernatural? Yes. In a good way. In mm-hmm. a good way. They were but, uh, they were going to fuck her to death with a goddamn drill cone or something. With a drill dildo. The drill dildo. What would they call it? The, uh, the killdo. Yeah. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> So you got your uh, your you know unknowing little pizza girl that doesn't get tipped and she's broke and she breaks into this mansion that she just delivered pizzas to. Well, I, you, she doesn't really break in. She 
So basically, she, she runs. Knob. She doesn't have any gas. Her her Vespa runs out of gas, so mm-hmm. she needs the tip to put the five dollars in the tank so she can get home. So she just enters the house, mm-hmm. and then yeah, of course they're Satanists and all that. Right. Uh, but I think before we go any further, I think we're gonna have to drop a spoiler warning. So now that we got the spoilers up, we can talk freely about it. Um. So she breaks into the mansion. Well, so the first like. Mm, 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Set up. You, you meet her. You see her go on some, some runs. It's actually, which is pretty funny. A little bit of antics because yeah. she's the broke pizza girl. Cody she gets the, the Sam's. Yeah, the, she gets uh, the bad luck and, you know, she gets all the bad non-tipping areas that so she gets worn. There's a little bit of build-up so you see about her that she's broke. And then, it's not that she's broke. It's that she wants to get to Australia to be with her boyfriend that she's been saving herself for because she is a virgin. You don't, you don't, you don't, uh, (laughs) you don't get those too often anymore. No. And so like 20 minutes of fun buildup, like Mm -hmm. you're not, you're not bored. It's a good buildup and she's, she's okay. Um, I don't mind her so much. And then the movie gets going and it's got this good pace, Mm -hmm. which is, as I've watched a lot of, it's never boring. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing I really want. You know, the movie itself is like a seven. Okay. This isn't good. It's probably not going to be your favorite movie ever, but just the fact that it's a good fun movie that nobody has seen obviously uh it's really worth hey wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute there's six people on metacritic that have fucking seen this film and there's i think 15 people on rotten tomatoes and my three friends who saw it yes so so there's you know it's got somewhat of an audience but you know what i mean like it's it's really you know under the radar so it's something that people who are dying for something to watch like i don't know a whole bunch of people that are Stuck home on quarantine mm-hmm. looking for something new to watch. I do believe that it's on Shutter. Uh, yeah, I think it is Shutter. Mm-hmm. It's a good uh, place for it though. Shutter, Shutter, Shutter's kind of worth the the what is it six a, bucks a month, not, man? It's, it's like four. Four? Well, it's yeah. not bad, man. It's an add-on for uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. They did the um, the creep show show that was decent. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, the first couple episodes were good, but anyway, uh, back to this. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, she breaks in, and you know they're all hail Satan. Yeah, and, the, and she's completely oblivious to this shit. She's just looking for a tip to get the fuck home. Yeah, she just needs she just needs some gas money for her Vespa, mm-hmm. and they knock her out with magic dust, which was nice. Yeah, which honestly I did find cool about that because usually it's the the stupid stun gun or a punch. So I was like, yep. at least they want with something different, just a minor thing. But I was like, that's yeah, you know, at least they were like dust. You know what I can really appreciate about this though is that they actually had some kind of powers. Normally, when you see Satanists in films, they're just the butt of the joke. You know, yeah. they're just, you know, crazy motherfuckers or whatever. Or paranormal activity would have. They would su- summon the demon. Yeah. You know, they had the demon possess the girl and whatnot. But these, they actually had their own, like, individual powers. Like, it, one had a tracking power and, you know. It was one- kind of weird powers, too. Like, Rebecca Romaine's character can sort of, like, read guts. Like, yeah. how some of them would read, like, you know, bones like, or, or whatever. Or tea leaves thing. or something like yeah, that from she, Harry Potter. She could see it in guts. Right. So, I was like, that's kind of what, like, and that was her thing. The other girl did the like uh, the tracking curse thing, and yeah. the had the tracker thing. That and was really cool. That was a cool scene, though. Yeah, like the they, the powers they use in it are actually pretty cool. Um, they it definitely definitely gives me supernatural vibes from the the show, but like all the good elements of it, just oh, like okay. the powers and stuff, not so much the drama and the crap. But uh, it, fifteen seasons too many. It does that, and the other thing I I really appreciate is there's. There's no agenda in this. Right. There's no scenes because I've I watch a lot of horror, a lot of bad stuff, and especially Netflix and other places. 
but there's no there's no cringy dialogue like there's no any of this nonsense it's just like there's no undertones and no, stuff like that like um uh, what was what was one uh, it's like you know girl power yeah. you know what i mean i got nothing wrong against the strong female lead you know i've been watching strong female leads forever do it like they do in this movie Right. You're not forcing it on us. Yeah. She's just... It's all about the character. She doesn't have to point it out or let you know right. or any of it. And the only undertones is is just a basic thing we all know. The rich are rich, poor are poor. And yeah. they get into why because they I kind of find Satan. It, I kind of find it funny that they found like B-list celebrities to be these rich people that just kind of make fun of themselves. Like, this is how we stay rich. This is how <laughs> right? we stay in our big houses and stuff like that. Hail Satan. And all the, the Satanists in this one are... Uh, they're basically like... Uh, rich yuppies they're yeah. very like martha stewart-esque yeah, yeah. so it's kind of funny because they all live in this uh neighborhood what is it um what was the neighborhood called <sighs> sawmill or something something, that, something mills i mean this could have almost been a spinoff of the hunt yeah yeah that was also been. phenomenal yeah it was really good and uh so you know you got the uh, survivor girl running around can we even call her survivor girl i mean well so the first, her first, one of her first big scenes, she goes in, she runs from the, the manor to go get help. She runs to another mansion. Yes. And this is where, mansion. She, this is where she would eventually meet uh, the girl you're like, I, I can't, I don't remember her name. Ruby Monroe. I'd never heard of her, but she, <sighs> she runs into this girl who's yeah. babysitting, who seems normal at first, and then very quickly she goes from normal to just crazy, mm. and then she rescues the chick from being uh, killed to death. killed I fucking love right, it. Right. Fucking dildo drill, man. That's so fucking creative. <laughs> and, uh, I guess she, she survived. She moves out of the way, and the girl drills the other girl, so... Yeah. So she's an accidental accidental heroine. So she technically she's a survivor. Oh. And a girl. So survivor girl. Yeah. And they them two kinda team up after some, some fun dialogue. That was All of fun. this is just to summon a a demon named Balfamet. Yeah, it's to uh, they even it's even in their chant. It's so the rich can they pray and that way they can stay rich and uh, that's the whole point. They you know, they sacrifice that they can keep in the money. And it's just that you go from one crazy area to the next. Mm -hmm. And you're never bored once. That's the thing. The pacing is so good in this film. Thankfully, it's short, too. It's like an hour and a half, Mm -hmm. so they don't need any filler. Like, you're just going from one next next beat, next beat, next beat. And a lot of interesting characters, too. Like, you know, the daughter, Ruby Monroe. You know, that's her real name. But, like, um, I can't remember the name of the girl in in the movie. But uh, Either can I, sadly. Yeah, names always escape me. I have to go back and watch a movie two, three times to pick up everything. And uh, one of the the really cool things is... Unless you're you're Thor or (laughs) Spider-Man. Right. To to get in some of the story, what they did is there's a scene where one of the girls is being attacked by a spell. And instead of having an aftermath or something, she needs something to get her mind off the pain while while the, the survivor girl's writing the... The curse, the whatever, I don't... It's like an, anti, it's like an anti-curse. An anti-spell thing yeah. on her body. She's got to draw over these markers. She called things. it wrapping her body. Yeah. Or, or sealing her sealing body. Sealing her flesh. Yeah, sealing the flesh. So she's doing that, and while she's doing it, the survivor girl's telling her about the boyfriend in Australia and mm-hmm. how he knows all the words of uh, Road Warrior. Yeah, and meanwhile, her fucking eyes got shit coming out of it. Yeah, like, they're... needles are coming out of her eyes. They're, like, voodoo-dialing the shit out of her, and but she's was... just... It was like such a cool way to to fill in this this story. Like instead of having it be boring, uh, a big moment's going on why she's doing it. So you're getting the extra information while the scene's going. It's a pretty cool scene. So mm-hmm. you're never there's no slow parts. There's no boring yeah. parts. Every every bit of this movie was was interesting. So you know they actually do get a hold of her. Um, they tie up the daughter and, and they tie up cool. the survivor girl. She uh, Rebecca Romaine 
pulls off. Uh, she comes back when you think she got dealt with. And she, she got uses stabbed powers. in the top of the fucking skull, man. Yeah, and then just yeah, pulls she came it out back and to life. Stuff. Yeah, she had like a big hunger thing. The demon kept her alive or whatever. But she she was more satanic than the rest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually, did get that vibe. Yeah, like she was a little bit more powerful. She was more devoted. That's why she was the leader. Yeah. That's why Gypsy wanted to be the leader. Gypsy was just not as So, good. they eventually get the girls, and they do some in Balfamet. They do. She she does get pregnant. Yeah. It has to be through a virgin. That's why she's there. So, her belly gets really big. And, and then, in, in like the biggest twist, well, I wouldn't say the biggest twist, but in this movie, the biggest twist would be uh, Balfamet's, the, the higher, Balfamet is a lower, he's like yeah. one of the lowest tiered yeah, Demons. They, they put up this barrier before we get to this, so they get the contest. Yeah. They put up this barrier when they're doing the ceremony, to, so nobody barrier. can show up. But Balthamet, Balthamet, Bahamut, <laughs> the one name I took away from this movie. Yeah, so they can summon him with no interference. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the girls, one of the underlings in the cult, gets dealt with, which was uh, Gypsy, and she breaks the seal. She her fingernails cut it. Yeah. So now breaks anybody can show up. So when they summon him, then another demon shows up and you find out that the one they summon you don't do it that way you you pray you worship at the top and you're supposed to go down that's yeah. how their hierarchy works and he was kind of breaking the rules and he's a bitch yeah he's the bottom of the barrel yep he's the lower tier demon so what we have here is a top tier demon and it's this little crazy looking little girl and you know what you didn't notice the first go around and i had to remind you of it because this is your yeah, first I, go around i didn't think nothing of her the little girl that waves to our survivor girl when she's coming in with the pizzas, yeah, is the is the fucking demon, which they never eat, by the way. The yeah, they never ate the pizza. Wasteful Satan. And who the fuck is sweet corn on the goddamn pizza? Who the Look. hell orders pizza when worshiping, when bringing in the demon? You're like they got, they're all rich. Well, I mean, what are you gonna have? Cupcakes and cookies? You're rich. So you have Lombardi's flown in. <laughs> Lombardi's. Oh my god. You get okay. top chef. You don't. You don't get that. But hey, either way. So they, they, you know, she she shows up and she ain't about playing that shit. Yep. She reminds, she's all about the rules. She's like, there's there's a way to do things, and uh, she kind of uh, she deals with everybody. She deals with the the orgy and deals with the the guy. Yep, yep. Uh, everybody fucking dies except our survivor girl. Cheers to survivor girl. Yeah, sadly, uh, other girl gets dealt with. Her mama ends her. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little sad about that. I was hoping, you know, maybe she'd get away too, and then they become lesbians. They, they played it out that way. Like, they, they, they may make it, but... They had a very lesbianish vibe, those two together on screen. Yeah, they, they do kind of... I was kind of hoping they'd hook up. Well, remember, she she made a joke about it. She's like, it doesn't matter. It's it's all about dick. Oh, yeah, she, she, said I, she said I could fuck you with a cactus or something like that. It wouldn't make a difference. Yeah, with, <laughs> with black magic, it's all about dick. Well, yeah, yeah with black magic, it's all about the power of the penis. So, but uh, it was kind of... I, I liked the twist. I really thought for sure this was going to be the kind of movie where Survivor Girl just kills all the cultists right pulls one over and just your typical by the book but now it was kind of like uh they do get her and she does get impregnated but the higher-ups deal with her but ass. it's not like a birth birth it's like no. an image birth like he comes <laughs> out of her belly like he doesn't come out of her crotch well that's because luckily the seal was broken he remember he was supposed to rip through her as a yeah. demon but he comes through as the bunny because that was that little that little thing she did right that's what the demon turned the baphomet into a little bunny yeah he comes out as a little a bunny a really non-threatening little bunny yep 
But, uh, yeah, so that was a Satanic Panic for the most part. I mean, we yeah, pretty much did it tier for tier here. It's hard to describe some of the better parts that we left out because you have to watch it. There's some really cool effects in it. Some uh, And Jerry O'Connell is priceless in this movie. Yeah, like, yeah. he has a very small scene, but he's fucking vaping T- yeah. uh, THC and shit like that, you know? Some uh, good kush. Yeah, he, <laughs> he knows exactly what's going on, and he... You don't he give a fuck. T- well, he does try to help her by, you know, raping her. Yeah, he's, he's trying to rape her. But I mean, he had good intentions. Yeah, like, he had a reason. And yeah. have you ever have you ever put rape and good intentions in a same sentence before? Oh, uh, only when I'm at work. Oh, okay. But so. uh, it's it's it sounds like it's violent, but the way the whole scene plays that it's really not. It's almost comical. I, I think it's funny that it, it pans to her trying to break out of the room, and then as soon as uh, as soon as she turns around, Jerry O'Connell's in his underwear. Yeah, like they yeah. they do it really quick, <laughs> quick underwear transition. Yeah, just whoop. just a lot of fun. Like in, in in a world like we're in right now, if you're stuck home, you're bored. You know, this is a good movie. This is a really good movie to put on just to kill an hour and a half. Plus, it's it's good to throw it out there because like I'm sure a lot of them are like me. I've seen so many of the horror movies that I'm always going through these B ones just to find something good that I haven't seen. Yep. And unfortunately, oh my god, unfortunately, eighty percent, and this is being generous, is trash. Mm. If you don't believe me, go to Netflix and pick out ten random films. I guarantee you, at least eight of them are gonna suck. <laughs> In the horror genre. Oh, you want to you want to say that Netflix has a horror section? They they do. But it's either trash or shit that you've seen too much. Good point. Very good point. Event Horizon is on Netflix currently as this episode is recording. So I mean, there there is some good stuff there. But odds are, you know, if you're a big horror fan like I am, you've seen all their good stuff to death, and you want to see something new. And they have so many, even ones that they've made. And I mean, there's good ones like uh, Babysitter. um, Yeah, Babysitter was great. There's another one I really. This kind of had a little babysitter vibe going to it, you know. So, all about the fun. Uh, babysitter. Uh, there's a there's a uh, little monster or something like that. And there was one I just watched recently that I can't remember the name of that deals with Satan. Satan. I think it was called uh, Neil. It starts with an N. I can't remember, but oh. I'll think of it later. But yeah, we'll be off the air by then, buddy. Yeah. But, Sorry. But I mean, there's a few good ones on there, but mostly it just it's trash. There are a lot of them are really slow paced, boring movies. And even if you go over to Tubi, mm. most of theirs are corked movies, which yeah. are all but you know slow, the the greatest horror trash. the greatest horror films ever made were the Babadook. Yeah, I mean, that, the, that's what a lot of people said. You say what you want about Babadook. You watch any or- uncorked film on Tubi, and I guarantee you, Babadook don't seem so damn bad now, does it? Rather watch the shitty stuff. Yes, because you didn't watch what I watched. <laughs> the Babadook game so great, but those uncorked movies, nothing happens. The Babadook is mostly slow, but occasionally some neat little things happen. Mm. There is nothing good. Point proven. Go to Tubi. Nope. Watch any of the films with Krampus in the title. <laughs> I watched Don't them do all. No, no, no. Watch the original Krampus. Like the remake, or not the remake, well, the, the, the newer the popular one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good one. Yeah, that's not Watch the Watch that one. That was good. There's one that's called uh, Santa Bell or, or something like that, or Sleigh Bells or something like that. That was good. And a Christmas Horror Story was good. They all involved Krampus. Other than that, you see Krampus, you turn that shit off. <laughs> you run. Yeah. You treat it like an agent in the Matrix? You, you run your ass off. Well, what you don't treat 
like an agent in the matrix is satanic panic i i give this a full recommend yeah. full recommend 100 percent, two thumbs up and and a kill though yeah <laughs> i i gave it a solid seven out of ten you give it a seven just for the kill though i would i get no. i mean it's it won't be your favorite but you'll have a good time watching it. it's 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 just a fun good movie in this time of need nah that's a good way to end the episode all right, so uh, we're going to take one more break, and then we're going to be right back. It's a trap! All right, so this is our final wrap-up, so... All right, Satanic Panic out of 10, what are you going to give it? I gave it a 7. 7? Uh, I'm going to give it a 7, too. And that's actually really good, considering our rating systems are a little bit different. Like, you give more credit for one thing, and I give more credit for another yeah. thing. Like, I look at it from, like, a writing, a, cinemat- uh, a cinematography. You know, I-, I look at it from different angles. Like, like I'm making the fucking movie? <laughs> like, I don't want to be that guy, but, you know, that's ha- kind of how I watch movies now. I I generally, I always start at a 10. Mm-hmm. And then I start to think about. Oh, you do a I you do a deduction like, system. Yeah, I go. Oh down. my god, I go up. You got to earn them points. You got to pump them numbers. I I find it more fun that way. It's, it's, I try to be positive, which backfires a whole lot these days. Yeah. But, but I start at a ten. Like it just it's a ten, and quickly. I mean, almost all movies immediately. You know, they'll all go down. But I'll sit there and I'll start taking away points for everything I see I don't like. Hmm. So, so we're we're uh, yeah we're, we're agreed seven. on it a seven. It's a good seven, man. It's yeah, a good you know even if seven. you gotta even if you gotta rent this thing for like two ninety nine or whatever it is on Amazon, YouTube, whatever. It, it's definitely don't, worth it. Don't do that. Treat yourself, okay? The internet will provide. Buy Shutter for a month. There you it's go. Four bucks. You actually, you know four what? Bucks, actually, you got Shutter for a month. Shutter has um while quarantine is going on, don't know how much longer that's gonna be, but um, it's uh thirty days free. Yeah. So, start. This is the reason for you to do your free trial. There you go. Do your free trial and um, be sure to check out Satanic Panic. And as you can clearly hear, the Clash is playing. So that means that this episode must unfortunately come to an end. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to go back into our archives and check out past episodes and indulge in all the great content that we've provided in the past. Also, shout out to everyone at the Geek World All-Stars, So Wizard Podcast, Superhero Speak, Pop Prison Power, Cult 45, and of course, Fans on Patrol. Wait for it on patrol and be sure to come back here each and every friday for brand new episodes of the grill brain podcast but until then we will catch you down the line so if you want me off your back well come on and let me know should i stay or should i go